this year, um, I got to spend some time um, reflecting in the last week of 2022 on uh, where I've been and where I want to go and what my word should be. And, um, and so I'm going to share that with you this morning, and I'm going to share it because I feel like my word and the theme of Connect um, are, are, pretty, are, are pretty closely related and are going to kind of tie in together. So um, I thought that it would be a good way to jump off the year since I'm preaching like one week, you know, really this week's the first like normal Sunday of the year, if, if anything we do is normal, I don't know. But uh, so, so without any further ado, I'm going to tell you, uh, my word for this year is longevity. Now, I picked that word for a few reasons. One is that I have been in a couple of my ministry roles um, for what I consider to be quite a long time now. And so I wanted to take some time this year reflecting on my own longevity and, and considering, you know, where I've been over the last several years. But also, the other reason I picked this word is I want to, as I'm reflecting, I want to consider what healthy rhythms I've either had or I want to continue to have longevity in the work that I'm doing. I want to continue to have healthy rhythms and boundaries and practices um, to run have good longevity in this crazy marathon that we call life. Whether it be in ministry or family or my job or whatever it is, uh, that's my goal. So as I said, I've already begun um, doing some reflecting, um, both in the last week of 2022 and then in this first week of 2023, uh, I took some time to reflect. Uh, I actually, um, uh, I used to a lot of times go spend like a half day by myself, I don't know, once a quarter, twice a year, and just reflect on things, um, kind of make my plans for the upcoming season, whatever that be. And, and truth be told, I haven't done it in a while. And, and, and I've noticed, if you follow me on social media, if you are on Facebook, you saw I posted, it was actually um, odd, I, I, on Friday, January the 6th, happy birthday, Viola, uh, also, the epiphany is when I was able to get away and have some reflection time. And I went to my old faithful spot that I used to go all the time, the Chick-fil-A in Greenwood here. Uh, I used my rewards points to get me a free coffee, uh, even though, you know, their coffee's average coming from, you know, it's, it's fine. But, but, you know, they always come around every like five minutes like, oh, can I... Can I refresh your, your cup? So, so basically, I just get to drink free coffee all day, and that's really nice. And it's pretty, you know, whatever. It's a nice place to go, I think. Anyway, so as I was sitting there, my Facebook popped up that I had done the exact same thing on the exact same day, January 6, 2016. And I was just like in this weird, like, reflection-ception, like, whoa, this is crazy. Uh, so it was good to see that I, you know, it's a, ha- a habit that I've had. I think that is a habit that I've had that has helped with my longevity. And that was a good reminder for me to continue to, to do that practice. I've, I've honestly, I think I got away from it when COVID happened. I, I think that that changed a lot. Um, as, as I've been reflecting this week, in fact, I, 
I think COVID changed a lot more than we realize, and we're not really dealing with it. But that's a sermon for a different day. Anyway, another thing that I started reflecting on is this. And I hesitate to share this because I I don't want to make it a big deal. But next month in February, I will have been on staff here at Meridian for 10 years. Yeah, see, I knew this was going to happen. This is what I didn't want. Okay, that's that's enough. I said none of that. Thank you. And now, again, I'm not saying that because I want to toot my own horn or I want any recognition, none of that. But for me, as someone who is 35, that's a long time. And, and really, I think for ministry in general, to be in one place, that's, that's a pretty long time. And so, as I was thinking, wow, man, I've been here for 10 years, so 2013. So I started to wonder, what else was going on in 2013? You guys thought about this recently? Like, oh, I wonder what was going on 10 years ago. Well, I pulled a few fun facts that I thought might make you either feel really old or... Uh, it might make you feel better, or it may just bring some nostalgia. I don't know. Whatever it is, here it is. So, 10 years ago, 2013, uh, President Obama was being inaugurated to his second term. That feels like forever ago. Uh, 2013 is also when the Boston Marathon bombing happened, which I didn't think that was 10 years ago. Uh, the average cost of gas, 380 Eh, some things don't change. <laughs> Here was an interesting one, I thought. The Super Bowl. Anybody who know, know who played in the Super Bowl in 2013? Somebody, you know. The Patriots and somebody. No, actually. <laughs> Believe it or not. It was, it was Baltimore and San Francisco. And it was the first time. It had some notable things about it. It was the first time that two brothers had ever coached against each other. Jim and John Harbaugh were the coaches. It also was known as the Blackout Bowl. Remember all the lights went out and they had to pause the game and it got weird. And uh, Beyonce sang at halftime. And the losing quarterback? Anybody? Colin Kaepernick. Ooh, a lot of water under the bridge there in the last 10 years. Pope Francis became the Pope in 2013. The first Latin American Pope. And we had a royal baby be born. Little Prince George was born in 2013. So those are just kind of some of the highlights from the world. Um, That's just the global stuff. But I don't know about you, but my world has changed a lot since 2013 too. Primarily, Jenny and I were just baby parents. We had just had June, our oldest daughter, just not six months before. And so she was very new to the world. Annie wasn't even around. Yeah, you, I'm talking about you. (laughs) And uh, so so we were brand new to the parent thing. Uh, The Lincoln Center, which is Dat House's main headquarters, that's where I spend most of my days. That's where Lincoln Lane Coffee exists and Dat Laundry and The Loft and all of our programs funnel out of there. It didn't exist yet. Now, we, we owned the building, and we were in our two-and-a-half-year process of renovating it, but it wasn't open yet. So that's a really big difference for me, because like, like I said, that's where I spend almost all my days. 
Um, here's a funny thing to point out that some of you will think is funny, some of you will think is annoying. But in 2013, I had not ever successfully deer hunted. <laughs> Which is weird, right? Like, that's a pretty big part of my life. Hadn't done it yet back in the spring of 2013. Funny enough, the fall of 2013, it was my first successful endeavor. Anyway, I'm sure if you sat down and really reflected on what happened in 2013 and what all has happened since then, you'd be amazed at all the things that have gone on in 10 years. I actually went on to Facebook. I don't know if you guys, if you, if you get on Facebook, like on a desktop, you can actually like click and search easily and, and go like, like Zoom to 2013 or Zoom to any year or month. And so I did that and I was just kind of looking through and I was like, man, life was weird. Life was a lot different back then. <laughs> and one, one of the funny posts that I shared uh, with somebody is that I found a post that I said that um, I realized I had accidentally had my shirt on backwards all day. And normally I wouldn't care, but I was actually dressed nice that day. Which is funny because just a few weeks ago, I showed up to church with my shirt on inside out. And, and somebody pointed out and I fixed it. So again, some things don't change. Another thing that I thought was unbelievable is that I asked Pastor Daniel, I asked a few people in my life, hey, what were you doing in 2013? What was going on back then? And I asked Pastor Daniel, and he was still the pastor at Frankfurt. But one of the things he reminded me of is that even though he and I had met years before at the Ordination and Licensing Committee, in 2013 we had another chance meeting where I was actually invited by uh, Jeremy Zirkel, who was the pastor at a community church in Danville, where Pastor Daniel grew up, I was invited to be their speaker for Faith Promise in 2013. And Daniel also came, and we kind of reconnected that night. So that was weird. And Daniel didn't come to be the pastor here until, what, three years later? So that, that kind of blew my mind. Uh, uh, Pastor Jeremy Zirkel um, and I met because, well, we went to college together, but also he grew up at Church of the Crossing, who uh, were one of our um, really big sponsors of Dat House in the early days. As I reflected on all of this, I was reminded of one simple truth that jumped out at me from the scriptures that, that I think is pivotal uh, to longevity in ministry or health or life in general. I think it's a reason that um, why the last 10 years um, have not only been so full of so much growth, but also is a reason for me to continue to grow and learn in the next 10, 20, or however many years. And it fits so perfectly with our Word Connect that this is what I really wanted to focus on Really, this is the only important thing I have to say this morning. And it really helps us to hone in on our word connect. And it's from Hebrews 10, verse 22 through 25. It says this. Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings. Having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. 
And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. As I referenced, you know, the last 10 years hasn't, all, hasn't been all unicorns and rainbows. It hasn't all been good. 2020, anybody? I mean, it's, there's been some ups and downs. But though there have been good times and bad times, we must not give up meeting together, encouraging each other toward love and good deeds. Though we may not see eye to eye on politics, we must not give up meeting together, encouraging towards love and good deeds. Though we may not be sure what the right next move is for ourselves or for our company or for our families or for our church, we must not give up meeting together, encouraging each other towards love and good deeds. Though we might not agree on exactly how our faith should look from one thing to another, we must not give up meeting together, encouraging towards love and good deeds. I think in a lot of ways this has been like my Magna Carta over the last 10 years. That though life is a mystery and there's ups and downs and there's good days and bad days, we must continue to meet together to come together as community and to encourage each other toward love and good deeds. And as I've begun to process exactly what I want to focus on over the next year, five, ten, what I want my energy to be put towards, I think this is one of the main things. And there was another little kind of tidbit of wisdom I stumbled upon this last week. You know, as I was looking back, I also found countless number of horrible things that have happened in the past 10 years. Countless times people had said or done something hurtful. Countless times people have said or done things that I wish wouldn't have happened. Or if I had control, I wouldn't have let happen. But I don't. And I've learned something in those last 10 years. It's that our outrage at the world and our judgment towards it often doesn't really improve things or make the world a better place. But the best place to put our energy is internal. To daily reflect on who God is calling us to be and challenging ourselves to live into it more and more, day by day, with every breath and with every step, encouraging each other towards love and good deeds starts with ourselves being loving and doing good deeds. This doesn't mean that we should never speak out against injustice or not live in a way that calls out hate and violence in the world. Of course those things are important. But at the end of the day, there's only one person that you have control over. So our energy is best spent there. And so wherever you've been over the last 10 or 20 or 50 years, whatever you've been doing, whatever circumstances you've been through, 
I hope that you'll join me. I hope that we'll join together this year. Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. And let us not give up meeting together, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day approaching. This year, 2023, fam, let's connect in these ways. Will you pray with me? God, we're so grateful for this group of people, for this body. God, we are such a small part of the work you are doing in the world, but we know from your scriptures that small things often are mighty things. We know that you have called us to continue to gather together, to continue to worship and encourage and challenge and connect. And God, my prayer is that we would do that this year. My prayer is that we would work on being uh, loving and good deeds ourselves and that we would spur one another on towards that end, God. God, we thank you for this new year and this new opportunity. God, above all else, we ask, may your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen.